With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy. Tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. On this episode of The Dev Show, we're going to be talking about reconnecting, but not just reconnecting, rocking reconnecting with LinkedIn. And my guests today are Dana Steele and Vivica Von Rosen, co-authors of 101 Ways to Rock LinkedIn. It is such an easy, fun read, and this is going to be a totally fun show. Let's get started. Viv, will you please introduce yourself to our lovely people? I think, I think actually I'm going to introduce Dana so I met Dana Steele, and then she's going to have to introduce me whether she likes it or not, and she can tell okay. stories. <laughs> so I met Dana at uh, NSA, Na- National Speakers Association, not National Security Association, um, an NSA uh, event, and she was my babysitter. They were like, basically, listen, there's this Vivica chick. She's speaking here. Um, she's not like, she doesn't really know NSA and, and can you please take her under your wing? And Dana's like, Oh God, I, I got to babysit some chick. And, um, <laughs> but fortunately we actually hit it off really, really well. I think, you know, we kind of blew off the rest of the conference and just hung out together um, <laughs> for the whole time. And no, of course we didn't do that, but um, yes, we did. Yes, we yeah, we really did. We really did. And then <laughs> shortly after that, um, you know, I heard all about Dana and she's like, a literal rock star. She was a rock jockey DJ, like the coolest workers. If you were in Texas or in America, you know, uh, you probably heard of her. And so I'm like, oh my God, that's you. That's so freaking cool. And then I found out she was married to, a, you know, a NASA pilot. So like, hello, the rock star and the astronaut. I mean, when's the movie coming out? And so I was like, okay, <laughs> I want to meet you and I want to be you when I grow up, which is literally what I say in the book. I want to be Dana Steele when I grow up. And so I, I invited myself to, um, to Houston and I met Dana and her family and even more so was like, I want to be Dana Steele when I grow up. And in fact, I was on the airplane heading home and I'm like, I was single at the time. I, you know, damn you, God, I deserve to have like a cool husband like Charlie and I deserve to be like Dana Steele when I grow up. And um, 
ironically, that's when I first started uh, messaging with my now husband <laughs> on the world's worst dating site. But who, that who is the who's as cool as Charlie? Let me just he, interject there. He's he's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so you know, and so then I brought. Alan, my now husband, to meet Charlie and Dana. And everyone hit it off over, you know, scotch and cigars. And we decided, you know, let's write a book because Dana has this great series of books, 101 Ways to Rock Various Things. So she's like, how about 101 Ways to Rock LinkedIn? So we wrote the first book, LinkedIn, 101 Ways to to Rock Your Personal Brand. And then with COVID and everything happening, we decided, you know, maybe it's time for a refresh. So then we did 101 Ways to Rock LinkedIn. So that is the latest version of our, so it's really our second book together. And anyway, that's the super cool and amazing Dana Steele as it pertains to me because the universe revolves around me. So she's also done some other cool things too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for that amazing. One or two cool things. Yeah. Just a couple of other things. Just a few Let's little see, the, things. The short version is I used to be cool. You're still uh, I was cool. A, <laughs> I was a rock and roll DJ in Houston for over 20 years uh, during the late 70s, all the 80s, which was just yeah. the time to be in rock and roll, and the uh, the early 90s. Um, I started, I, I literally went from there, taught myself to code, bought HTML for dummies, uh, got tired of people asking me to go to the NASA gift shop, which at the time, the only place you could go was like on site. You had to be badged and everything. Um, and I got tired of people asking me to go buy that nasty astronaut ice cream that no astronauts actually <laughs> exactly. ever really eaten ever. And um, <clears throat> I started the spacestore.com. It was the first NASA store online. Um, and People just thought I just knew so much about business, which I didn't. And they started asking me to speak and I did. And I was awful. And (laughs) one day I I remember the very specific day I was giving this speech and I I was miserable. The audience was miserable. It was a lunch speech. Everyone was, oh, it was awful. And so I just put everyone out of their misery early and said, does anyone have any questions in this guy in the back row in his, you know, $2,000 suit who'd had his arms crossed glaring at me the entire time I was speaking because I was bad, um, <laughs> raised his hand and said, did you ever meet Van Halen? And it was just like, bang, this, this, it just, this, this realization went off that, you know, these people grew up listening to me. They didn't want to yeah. see yet another person in a pantsuit and high heels. They wanted to see the rock chick they grew up listening to. I wanted to talk about business because I've loved business since I was five years old. My Barbie splayed office. Um, <laughs> so I said, yes, I did meet Van Halen. As a matter of fact, their manager was my mentor and I spent a lot of time on the road with them. And I started telling stories about what great businessmen, you know, what a great businessman Sammy Hagar is. And I started to get animated. I started to have fun. The audience perked up to the point we just finally had to end the Q&A. It was going too long. And that's when I realized that's what people wanted to hear. So I started telling the true stories and it just kind of all grew from there. I wrote the the first book, Rock to the Top, what I learned about success from the world's greatest rock stars. Um, And then I followed that up sometime later with, uh, I wrote an article for Fast Company called Five Things to Do Every Day for Success. And I wrote that, I want to say, 11 years ago, and it still goes viral about once every six months. Um, and, and people sent me suggestions, and that became 
101 Ways to Rock Everyday Activities for Success Every Day. And being the capitalist I am and the opportunist, an editor said, wow, this is like this is like the the Twitter version of Four Dummies. Bang, again. Exactly. Um, so I have about a million titles in my head and not enough hours in the day to do all the ones I want to do. But fast forward to 2020 pandemic, my husband got the biggest client of his consulting career off of his LinkedIn page that I created for him 10 years ago as a static page. Do not create a static page, but he will not <laughs> update it. And I don't have time to update his. So I gave him a basic page. He's got a million hours in aircraft, blah, blah, blah. He does safety. Um, and I don't know. I just started talking with Vivica, who is the LinkedIn diva expert. Amazing. Oh my God, you've helped so many people, so many clients of mine, so many high school and college students that I oh, help. So uh, Vivica's given her, given back and given them time. Um, but, you know, since Microsoft bought LinkedIn, they change it. It just, it's a constantly evolving yeah. um, thing. In fact, we're probably going to do something this summer, another podcast talking about here's all the changes you missed. Yeah, exactly. Um, that when the that book they came, came out, out with the yeah. day after the day after yeah, the, the day book after. came out because that's what it's LinkedIn like, does to me. Yeah, it's like somebody <laughs> at LinkedIn is just watching Dana and Vivica going there. Exactly. They released the book. So, um, but it is. I mean, if there's, I go through the book constantly, going, "Wow, I need to update that on my LinkedIn." But LinkedIn's traffic is up. The numbers are are just off the charts. Employers, employees, consultants, collaborators. You can't go to a networking event. You can't go to a meeting. You 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 can't go to a bar. You can't go to a happy hour. So you can go hang out on LinkedIn and lurk around and find yeah. jobs, find opportunities. Um, and we just decided it was time that everybody needed a refresher course. So there you go, Deborah. I think we've just taken up the entire show. Thank you for having us. <laughs> See ya. <No. laughs> and I couldn't agree with you more. This is the LinkedIn rock star. And, we, and we've been friends for years, which is yep. great for me. You know, <laughs> it is important to have a friend who knows everything about a certain thing. So this is my go-to LinkedIn. Dana is now my go-to anything rock related. <laughs> um, and because I live partly in the social media world and partly in the goal world, social media has goals equals basically LinkedIn because you can't reach your goals on your own. You need your people. You need yeah. to constantly be developing your community. And especially this last year, people would think because I'm an extrovert, I'd be going nuts being at home for over a year straight. I'll tell you like the biggest secret that's not a secret. I have gotten out without leaving my house more in the last year than I have probably in my entire life. I mean, seriously, every work day is a makeup day at some point, yeah. but that's fine. So I get to actually be more social without leaving the house. And LinkedIn is always the first place I tell people that they should be going say what you want about social media, you need your LinkedIn. You yeah, really 100%. do. You really do. You connect with so many people. And Vivica's got just some really great tips and tricks. But I loved what you said at the beginning, Deborah, about how simple it is. And that is the whole point of it. I remember the first book I wrote, I, I gave it to 
um, we were we were went to see a friend in Geneva, and I brought her copies of the book and a friend of hers who was pretty snarky and yeah, he was just one of the, he was very condescending her, and he picked up my book and he goes, "Oh, this is like a bathroom read," and I said, "Yeah, do you know how many bathrooms there are in the world?" I'd be very happy to sell one for every bathroom. But that's the point. So yeah. many people won't start things because they're scared. The book I released right before this one is 101 Ways to Rock Running for Office because I ran for Congress, not having a clue what I was doing, but knowing that democracy requires participation yeah. and nobody was going to run uh, as a Democrat in uh, this district in Texas. I said, well, then I'll do it. But nobody will do it because nobody knows where to start. So that's the whole point of the 101 Ways to Rock book series yeah. is it's simple. The very first tip is very easy. The second tip leads to the third tip, which leads to the fourth tip. You could sit down and drive yourself crazy trying to do all 101 in the same day. Or you can do one a day for 101 days. Or you can do one every Friday morning for 101 weeks. Whatever. Yeah. It's simple. Just do one thing at a time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the first book that I I wrote was LinkedIn Marketing an Hour a Day, terrible title. Um, that Wiley had that series. First of all, unless you're in sales, you're probably not going to spend an hour a day on LinkedIn. And it was, you know, it was typical Wiley book. It was, you know, 364 pages, huge, very thick with lots and lots of words. And I bless and thank, you know, the 18 people who read it. Thank you so much. Um and mom and dad, because uh, it was like, I probably, I, I never read it again. Um, and don't buy it because it's 11 years old now. And that's like 110 of social media years. But, but to Dana's point, like so inaccessible and we have even shorter, you know, attention spans 10 years later. And so, yeah, having like a tip a day and then a picture that shows a tip or a tip a day and a quote you can handle that. Like anyone can handle that. And I literally wrote the first version of this book on the plane coming home from Europe. So it's, it, it only took me like 18 hours to write. So it's not going to take you that long to read. And it takes Dana's, eight one days to edit a book though. Well, exactly. 18 and hours. Then, yeah. And then it takes, yeah. 81 years is what it feels like <laughs> to edit the book. But that was the whole point of this was to make it yeah. as simple as possible because we don't have attention spans yeah. um, and it gives people an idea of how to start. And uh, by the way, I have to give major props, major kudos to Vivica Von Rosen um, because I was like, you know what? I stopped using pictures in the books because most of the pictures we put in the books are illustrators, a cartoonist, yeah. a friend of mine used to do Tank McNamara mm -hmm. and he did the illustrations for the very first book. Uh, his wife and I were best friends in sixth grade. I mean, or when we were six. See, I love networking. Networking yeah. just leads you to all kinds of people. Exactly. That's my expertise. And um, right. and and finally, Vivica was like, "Whatever." <laughs> That's we were at the part where it's become the effing book. Whatever. Use the yeah, exactly. Use the pictures. Um, and I was like, "Oh, she was so disappointed. Who wants to disappoint Vivica von Rosen?" Oh, okay. I'll put the damn pictures in. <laughs> and what is the number one compliment we get? Oh, thank you for the pictures. So pictures. you 
You were right, Vivica Von Rosen. I was right, except for now we're going to have to write this book every year because LinkedIn's going to keep changing. Well, there's that. <laughs> and we'll need all the new pictures every year. <laughs> well, I'm getting a couple of things from this conversation. Okay. First of all, anybody who says writing a book is hard, you can write a book. Yeah. Editing, editing. another story. And yeah, you'll kill your you'll kill your spouse. You, oh, yeah. you, you know your children. Yeah, uh, you'll hate the book. And but the best part of writing a book is when the box comes and you open yeah. it, and it's like you're scared to look at the baby because the baby might really be ugly. I hope the baby's not ugly. Story, I hope the baby's not ugly. And then they you open the box and you see the baby, and it's like oh, the baby, the baby's beautiful. so pretty. <laughs> so yeah, anybody can write a book. Just know that you're going to hate the book during editing. And that's why everyone I've ever met in my entire life, I find out, has a book on a shelf somewhere in a closet that they've decided not to finish yeah. or not to release because they got to that part, the I hate the book part. Yeah. And they just assume everybody else is going to hate it. And I'm here to tell you, even if it's just an hour a day, 30 minutes a day, keep working on the book yeah. because when you do finish it, it's so much fun. You can always hire editors. You can always hire people to help you with the layout. You can always hire people who do that. And you should hire them to do that because, you know, you do what you do best. You write your book. You write your story. You write your life. You write your book. I've got 13 books and I have three more in work, uh, one for later this year and then actually three for next year. So I'm, I'm trying to space these out a little better, but. And if Dana, who's constantly reinventing herself or other people can do it, what is your excuse? I do want to get back to the reconnecting networking part, oh, yeah, but, that I, part. but I also kind of want to dial back to, and the first time I saw my book, I, I think for the first week I slept with it next to me because I kept <laughs> looking at it like, you just yeah, keep heading it. Israel. Nice book. If it's something you've always wanted to do, there are resources yeah. out there. There are places to go. I also have my Write On Online group for community connection. And if you need a resource, you can always ask. And if I don't know something, my network, see what I'm doing? My network, I will know somebody if I do not do it myself or know something. Yeah. Uh, but before I regress and digress, the first tip in your book, if I recall correctly, is defining your why. Yeah. And and the D and the DEP method is determine your mission. So we're all like, you need to start with that groundwork, the what you are doing, why you are doing it. And I think that also applies to LinkedIn because for your LinkedIn, I think strategy is probably the right word, but it feels too formal in this company. But before you do anything to any of your social networks or your website yeah. or whatever, you need to take a step back and think about the why you're doing this and yeah. how it helps you and and how it's going to help others because that's going to propel you as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's I think with us, it's get focused, but you have to focus on your why and you have to focus on you know, for us, or for me anyway, the book, it's very much, you know, who are you helping? How are you helping them? Everyone thinks a LinkedIn profile is a resume, but it's not. It's theoretically about you, but it's really about how you can help other people. And so you've got to be clear on that. You know, I think people, whether they're writing a book or writing a LinkedIn profile, if you're trying to be everything for everybody, you're going to fail. 
If you're trying to be everything for everybody in a book, you're going to fail. If you're trying to be everything for everybody on LinkedIn, you're going to fail. Like get really focused on who you help and how you help them. And I think that's how you can succeed. And that's also how you're going to attract the right people to you. Because if you want to attract everyone on LinkedIn to buy your product or service, again, you're not going to attract anyone. But if you're really focused on who your buyer is, you start to attract a network of you know like-minded others and like-minded others who are interested in what you have to you know to to share with them. I used to do a lot of crisis communication training in Houston for a lot of the chemical companies and 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 oil and gas companies. And one of the hardest things that we would try to describe, to, uh, explain to these guys and teach them, and it was always guys, is you know when you blow up the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Know, People don't want to hear how great your company is. They want to hear how safe their neighborhood is. Yeah. Um, and, and we used to tell them, I loved this trainer I worked with. He would say, when you are talking to the neighbors, when you are talking to the stakeholders, no matter who you're talking to, and this includes your LinkedIn profile, your LinkedIn description, mm -hmm. think about who's reading it. Every single person who is reading your LinkedIn description and your LinkedIn profile is thinking the same three things. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? And what's in it for me? Exactly. That's it. That's what human beings think about. So don't tell me how great your company is. Tell me how great your company is going to make me. What's it going to, is it going to make me rich? Is it going to make me younger? Is it going <laughs> to fix my hair? Is yeah. it going to, you know, what is it going to do for me? Is it going to bring me more clients? Don't tell me how great you are. Tell me how great you're going to make me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so true. When you go on LinkedIn, what is your perspective when you're looking into the people you want to connect with? Well, we're different, aren't we? Because we like to meet people for fun. But again, fun is a reason. That's true. That's as much a reason as point of pain. I mean, point of fun would be good too. <laughs> point of fun. Well, and I mean, that's why Dana has a career because everyone... You know, everyone wants rock stars. Everyone wants rock stars curated into their life. And as a DJ, she was curating the music. She was curating the stars. She was emceeing these huge events, right? And so she was curating the 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 individuals that people wanted to hear. And now she's curating the books that people want to read. So I mean, it's it's a it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool thing to bring on the fun, you know. <laughs> Well, and I also thought it was so important that people know, I mean, I can tell you, I can tell you, you know, all day long till I'm blue in the face um, that you need to send a thank you note, but it's a lot yeah. more fun if I tell you about, you know, the thank you note that I sent to Crosby, Stills, Nash's manager, which then it's, uh, you know, uh, is the reason I became friends two years later, best friends with David Crosby, who yeah. two years, you know, a year later introduced me to NASA pilot Charlie Justice, who I've now been married to for 29 years. And, you know, and talk about why it's so important, you know, so yeah, bring the fun, but also let me tell you a story about why you should be writing a thank yeah. you note because here's the cool things that could happen. And, you know, and it, it involves your favorite rock stars. So, you know, you just got to bring all of this into it. It's okay to have fun. You don't have to be serious all the time, which by the way, brings me to let me tell you about Vivica's wedding. <laughs> no, <keep going. laughs> uh -oh. 
because Dana, you know, in the midst of running for Congress, I'm like, oh, will you, will you, I, I always say moderate my wedding. What is it? Will you uh, officiate? <laughs> officiate? Yes. Will you officiate my wedding? And of course she said, yes. So they literally, they flew in. I think Charlie literally flew in, right? Didn't you fly yeah, in on Charlie's plane? I think we, yeah, we we have a a plane that we had access to. So we, yeah. yeah, because my campaign manager was like, what do you mean you're leaving to go marry somebody? I'm like, I have to do this. So, I mean, we, we yeah, we flew in, we married you, got you married off, got you got hitched. Got us married off, got me hitched yeah. and flew and back and continued running for Congress. So, yes, I am also an ordained minister, which sounds yeah. really weird. I'm an officiate, which you can you're, actually, you're I actually, officiate. Yeah, I signed up for it at the dentist while I was waiting for my youngest to finish his teeth cleaning. So I'm serious. So it's that easy for anyone to marry anyone. I wonder if Alan and I are actually married. You are. You are. I checked. You are. I can sign your marriage. And remember, we did remember to sign the marriage license before we went running out the door. So yes, I am official. You are really married. I I want to know. Where we sign up for the Dana and Viv dating service, because <laughs> clearly you both have a gift that you're hiding from me. You just need famous people to introduce you, apparently. <laughs> no, you just, you know what? You cannot be afraid to talk to people. Yeah. Um, I was actually on a blind date with an astronaut, and it was a group of us who went to see Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And David Crosby called me and said, you know, there's a bunch of astronauts who want to come to the show. I don't have time to deal with it. Can you do it? And I was like, oh, yeah, that'll be fun. And uh, it was, but it's like herding cats because they're all engineers. Um, and, you know, I scared my date to death. And um, But Charlie was sitting on the other side of me and we had a ball. And, you know, you just, you just, uh, you know what, the, tr- the trick to it is just not be afraid to talk to people and go yeah. out and put yourself out there. Like I said, I was on a blind date with an astronaut. I let every friend hook me up with, you know, <laughs> set me up. I went I went on a blind date with a, a, a resident, a doctor, you know, we're in the medical center named Dana because somebody thought it'd be cute to have Dana and Dana. Dana. It was not cute. It was not fun. <laughs> and so I went on all these awful dates, but it's Again, this is a great lesson that goes back to, it's the same thing for business. Success is not for wimps. You have got to put yourself out there. And and the thing that you will learn is the more you do it, the easier it becomes to do. And, you know, it's not... It's not brain surgery. And if it is, you probably don't need to be worried about your dates right now. Yeah. You need to be doing brain surgery. Um, and if, you know, if you just put yourself out there. It may be a bad date. It may be a bad client. Somebody may say no. The next 10 people may say no. But be gracious. Say thank you. Move on. But at least you've put it out there in the universe that, for me, that I was single. And the next thing you know, I'm getting fixed up with these people. Did it work? No, thank goodness it didn't work. <laughs> Because then I sat next to this cute pilot who thought he could play music trivia with me and win. (laughs) Silly man. Silly man. Uh, And then he remembered, oh, yeah, she's a DJ. Why am I doing this? (laughs) Um, But you just have to put yourself out there. And I think that's been the hardest thing for me to teach other people. But LinkedIn is a way to put yourself out there, but make sure yeah. you're putting yourself out there in such a way that people go, wow, I want to connect with this people, this person. I want to learn more about this person. Exactly. I want to give this person money. So 
there. But don't go on dates hoping that people will give you money because that's called some, yeah, that's something else. Entirely. That's like illegal in some places. It's illegal not, in most places. Yeah. I think so, it's okay here in Palm Springs. You can do anything. I think here. it is. Yeah, I think it is okay. Yeah, no, exactly to Dana's part. You know, you just you have to put yourself out there. You have to make it clear what you're looking for, you know, how you can help people. You don't have to be everything to everyone, you know, like you could go on a lot of dates, but you don't have to go on all the dates. Um, and and you can very clearly in your conversations with people know if they're folks you should be doing business with, whether they're a vendor for you or you're a vendor for them. You can tell very quickly. Um, and one like in dating, one of the things that we recommend is using video. Like LinkedIn has, well, now they have video cover stories. They came out with that right after the book published. But they've got like video cover stories that will replace your picture on your profile. You can, you know, shoot a video and upload it to the featured section. You can, of course, share native video or even video links in your feed. You can do lives or apply for lives and hopefully get it and do lives. I mean, there's so many different ways. But if it's just static, like think about, you know, think about Match.com or God, bleh, plenty of fish, which is actually where I met my husband, which is the world's <laughs> worst dating site, but nonetheless, where I met my husband. You know, you see black and white and you see people talking about who they are and what they do and a couple pictures, but that's very rarely the actual person that you meet. If they had the video, and maybe they do now, it's been a while since I dated, but you know, if they had the video, you could actually see if the person was in fact under 50 years old and was in fact under 200 pounds. Because a lot of times you get not the right, not the actual, people don't present themselves correctly in dating sites. Right. So you want to make sure on dating sites and on LinkedIn that you really portray yourself as you are so that you attract the right people. Because if someone thinks you're, you know, 36 years old and 128 pounds and you're 76 not. years old <laughs> and not 128 pounds and you show up like your personality is not going to win them over that much. And, and the business relationship is similar. And we've all heard the, uh, the phrase, a picture is worth a thousand words. A yeah. video is worth a million words because yeah. people, uh, you know, they can see your eyes, they can see your yeah. warmth, they can hear your voice. Um, and I'm just going to do an aside here real quick because I did a, a podcast with the CEO of a new company called Biteable a couple of weeks ago. And it is a great um, platform for doing really nice marketing videos and not yeah. having to hire somebody to yeah. come in and do these for you. There's a little bit of a learning curve to it, but it's the same people who brought you like Survey Monkey and Pick Monkey and Calendly. Yeah. How could I? How did I? Oh my gosh! Without Calendly. With Calendly, yeah. Uh, it's called Biteable, so it's a great. Uh, go check that out. So that's just a little aside, but it's it's a very cool place to do some marketing videos, or maybe even some internal. If you're if you if you're sending messages to your team, I mean, how many emails and Slack messages? And I would just I I I want the head of the person who created Slack on a platter. <laughs> But how many messages do we get? But if you could just send a quick video to your team, mm -hmm. that sometimes gets the message across. So the use video on LinkedIn. Yeah. So we're, many we're, thoughts. We took over your show. Oh, we took a, we, we break, took a Debra. Go get a glass of wine. Go get some cheese and crackers. We're in charge now. No, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll just sit back. I, <laughs> I really would like to, let's skew a little bit more businessy. And we could talk about you guys setting me up later. 
Uh, <laughs> let's go back to the the uh, business elements of LinkedIn. Oh, fine. <laughs> I know, but but if you want to show people who you are and how you help, yeah. for the people who say in. I have this conversation at least once a week. You probably have it once a day. Oh, LinkedIn, really? Do I really need LinkedIn? Yes. 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 For the people who say, okay, I'm on it, but I haven't touched it since I signed up 15 years ago. Right. Um, that's not going to help you either. What are three things someone can do today that are super easy and we can make it like the bonus goal and then we'll do like a reconnecting one. What okay. are three things people can do today that will make their their LinkedIn look presentable is the wrong word, but presentable. Presentable, yeah. So first of all, what you know, for folks who are like, I don't need a LinkedIn, or you know, oh, I have a presence. You know, yes, it's ten years ago, but um, Google yourself, or Google your industry, or Google the keywords you want to be found under. And see if your LinkedIn profile shows up. And if it does, what is that saying about you? And that's, I think, one of the biggest issues is folks have their resume on there. Um, we we do this all the time when we're, you know, when we're working with potential clients is we'll do an audit. We're like, okay, company, let's just do a real quick search on your company name. Let's look at the employees. Let's just pull the first 10 employees who show up. And undoubtedly, you know, the profiles are crap, but hey, they're back office, they're customer success, they're not sales, they're not marketing. Fine. Let's, let's add the, the term, you know, sales and or marketing in the keywords, and then let's look at the next 10. And guess what? They all suck. And the problem is people, you know, have created their account in 2007, have never looked at it again. Or maybe they created it at their last job, never looked at it again. Or maybe they created it last week, but it's a quota crushing sales guy, you know, and you're like, oh my God, I do not want to be sold to by a quota crushing sales guy. That being said, I was on a webinar, I don't know, a couple days ago or a, a podcast. And he said, no, no, you want to let people know you're a quota crushing sales guy or gal, but you want to let them know it in achievements and you don't just want to say, I'm a quota crushing sales guy, President's Club. You want to say why you got into President's Club and how you helped. And that's what it is. How you helped your clients win, which got you all the commissions, which got you into President's Club. So it's okay to add that stuff, but you want to add it a little bit later on in your profile. It's not the first thing you want people to see. Um, and you want to have the story, to Dana's point, you want to have the story around it. So to now answer your question if you can pull up a background image. Now, if you've got a marketing department and they can create a background image for you, awesome. Um, but there are cool tools out there like PicMonkey and Canva and Easel that will help you create background images. Or I don't even care if you like go on Google, find a nice image and put it up there, but have something. If you're woke, uh, LinkedIn even has woke background images that you can go and and you know you can you can upload. You can just be super woke right now. So um, you could do that and LinkedIn will actually supply them for you. So there's lots of different ways to get that background image. I obviously recommend something branded to who you are, who your company is, and make sure that branding is aligned all the way across all your socials, all your websites, et cetera. So that's number one. And that's a huge, it's that banner image. Like that's a huge marketing opportunity, huge marketing opportunity there. Um, the second thing is your headline. You want to tell people who you are. Yes. But more importantly, how do you help, you know, who do you help and how do you help them? If you try to be everything to everyone, you're going to be nothing to anyone, right? So 
in our case, we help B2B sales leaders and sales teams create more qualified and quality conversations. So you know very easily now if you're B2C, fine. We we have lots of competitors who are going to be perfect for you, right? If you're, um, you know, if if you sell objects or I, I don't know, if you're if you're not our ideal client, that's okay. I'm happy to refer you to someone who can help you. But you want to be really really focused in your headline. The other thing you want is a good image that actually looks like you now, because if you, I mean, mine really look, cause I, my green screens even up in, on my image, um, but COVID hello, we all look different. Our hair is longer or whiter or less of it or more of it, or we have facial hair or, you know, whatever. We all look a little different than we did, you know, 14 months ago. And so we want images that actually look like us because we're getting on Zoom calls now and people are going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> Who are you? Like the the chick on your photos, you know, 20 years younger and has bouffant hair. Like who, you know, so you want to make sure that you're aligned with your photo. And then you want to make sure that in your about section, you continue on about how you help people. What are, you know, what are some wins? little mini testimonials, so, but you want to expand upon who you help and how you help them. And then a little bit more about you. And if you've got media, pull that into the featured section. I was going to say, that's one yeah. of my favorite. That was a, that was a section I didn't even know existed uh, until I started taking the advice of one Vivica Von Rosen. <laughs> and it's a great place for me to, for example, this yeah. podcast, when it's done, there's a link, I'll put a link to it there. Yeah, all of my I do a my podcast comes out every Friday morning, so I make sure it's it's featured there. If there's uh, an article yeah. um, that either I've written or I've been featured in, I put it there. So that way, people can find you know, okay, here's here's all of her current projects, and then if they want to go down and read more and 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 my experience. But uh, that was a great lesson I learned early on from Vivica is to take advantage of that featured line because it is great. And you know what? I just pulled up the app and it's interesting. The first question it asked me was, do you want to add your pronouns? So that's something you have to think that's about. New. Yeah. Are, are, that's very new. And are you, yeah. are you, are you in a business or, or are you in a position where this is something that you need to think about? Do you really yeah. need you know, DEI is all very important right now. Yeah. So add your pronouns. Get on that LinkedIn uh, profile. Gosh, what do you think, Vivica? At least once a week. I mean, but yeah, you're right. Oh, some at people, least, yeah. Some people, because it's constantly evolving and changing. And you wouldn't send somebody a resume without your latest achievements on it. Well, this right. is your resume now. Yeah, it, 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 your resume on steroids. And thank you for bringing that up because a lot of people, the featured section was just whatever they put in their media for their summary five years ago, right? And it's it might be completely irrelevant to who you are and what you're doing now. And there's there's a new, of course, introduced after we published the book, there's a new section um, or there's a new type of profile called creator profile, which yes, if you're a marketing, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur, if you're a writer, if you're an author, if you're a creator, of course you want the creator's profile. It's, it's available on free LinkedIn. Um, and what it does is it moves your media a little bit higher. So it will move your activity higher and it'll move your featured uh, content higher. So yes, you want to make sure that is 
always being changed up to the latest and the greatest. It also allows you to add hashtags, up to five hashtags. When you share content in updates, you want to add at least three of those five hashtags. The first three hashtags that you add in an update or in a post actually shows up in the URL and makes that content a little bit more findable, not only on LinkedIn, but on Google. So um, there was a question, how many hashtags is too spammy? I, I'm like up to five because that's what LinkedIn says and that's what the creator profile has. So we use up to five prof uh, hashtags. The ones that are like 40 hashtags long, yeah, that looks spammy and gross. But you might, <laughs> if you want to use that creator profile, think about five hashtags that you would use a lot frequently and that you'd want to be known by and associated with. And so there's a lot of really cool things. I can't even remember <laughs> what my point was about here, but there's a lot of cool things that you can do with, with LinkedIn and with profiles to position yourself. Well, I asked for three, you gave me seven, which oh, is sorry. great. Always it's what we do. I got 101. <laughs> I like to tell people to work in 15 minute appointments. Yeah. Once a week, have a 15 minute LinkedIn appointment and do one of these things, but start by fixing your headline. Make sure your profile looks like you. Uh, my hair used to be much, much shorter. Oh, well. Um, and also make sure your headline is indicative of who you are and how you help and how yeah. you want people to recognize you. That's one thing I picked up from you. I think every three months, I, because I've been like recreating myself as yeah. a goal person, for every stage of setting goals in this pandemic life. Yep. So now that everybody is getting out there again, it's helping people find direction or get direction, something like that. Can I just so, make yeah. a comment about profile pictures? I would imagine that Please. the vast majority of people that are joining us uh, or that will watch this later on aren't doing this. But if for some reason you are one of those people that doesn't have a profile picture. It's just blank. I'm not going to accept anything from you. Yeah. I'm not going to even bother to go look and see what your, bio, your profile or your description or you're about. If there's not a picture, I delete it, period. Yeah. And not only that, those of you who have a picture, check your settings because in your settings, if you have your profile picture set so only your connections can see it, it means anyone you reach out to connect to, because they're not connections yet, won't be able to see your picture. So you might be like, I got my picture up there. I don't know what you're talking about. But guess what? Anyone who's not a connection with you can't see it. So they don't know if you don't have a picture up there or if it's just the way your settings are. And if you're concerned about, you know, well, you know, I've got a stalker. Okay, so at least do connection, you know, at least do immediate network. But if you're in sales, if you're in marketing, if you're in customer success, if you're a business owner, you got to make sure that your 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 picture is visible at least to friends of friends. Yeah, because odds are, if you're on LinkedIn, you yeah. want to be seen by people. So, Hopefully. Uh, and and yeah, and there's, you know, there are there are the scams and and oh, the yeah. strange ones out there, and they don't have pictures, so. With the sheer amount of invitations that somebody like Vivica and I get, I don't have time. And if I, you don't have a picture, yeah, I, I, I don't even know. You know, I've got to see who it is I'm dealing with. Can we talk about hashtags real quick? One more question, because sure. I've tried to get the creator profile in LinkedIn. Well, thankfully, it finally after nine months and nine times, I finally got LinkedIn Live. Yay! Yay thank you, LinkedIn. I love you. 
What about hashtags in, does the same hashtag rule apply to posts? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, um, yeah, even if you don't get the creator profile, and I thought everyone had it or, or at least could apply for it. So darn it, LinkedIn, come on, start rolling this stuff out to everybody. Um, I can't believe I got it before people did. LinkedIn hates me. I usually get everything last. Um, so <laughs> to your point, it's not that you have to use the same five hashtags on every single post, especially if it's not relevant to that post. But I would create a couple meta hashtags, i.e., you know, hashtags that everyone's going to use just in case LinkedIn decides to promote your your post into, you know, one of its hashtag timelines used to be called communities. Um, so for us, it would be like social selling, right? L millions of followers of social hashtag social selling. So we want to use that, but we also want to use some micro hashtags like, you know, selling with LinkedIn, not as many people are going to be using hashtag selling with LinkedIn. And then we want to use some unique hashtags. In our case, we use Vengresso vids, Vengresso events, Vengresso live, right? And no one's going to use that except for our company. And we, but we want to use those because that way we can see what other people in our company are sharing so we can help to promote and amplify that content too. So macro, mini, and then some unique ones too. Um, you could use location-based hashtags. They're not nearly as uh, effective as you know location-based hashtags are in Instagram, but you could use it if you've got like a storefront, a brick and mortar storefront, you could do that. But again, not more than about five. And, and LinkedIn is going to look at the first three that you use, and it's going to put those first three into that URL, URL, whether you just write your post and go hashtag, 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 or whether you pop those hashtags into the post throughout the content doesn't really matter. But they LinkedIn is going to look at those first three. Will the other two count? Maybe, maybe, you know, they will at least for you. So I would do you know, macro, macro, micro, personal, personal, or niche, niche, or whatever. I'm even writing this down. Okay. <laughs> and I'm doing the same thing you're doing, Dana. Okay. Goals, goal setting, goaltopia, Go goal chat. Exactly. Okay. That's perfect. What do I do? Yes. Goaltopia. I love that. That's like a perfect niche micro hashtag, right? Well, well, I made it up for my book because the words that describe living the life you want achieving your goals didn't exist. So goal right. needs to be on everything as well. I feel Excellent. like we should talk a little bit about reconnecting. But yes, yeah, since that's the whole purpose. <laughs> well, no, the purpose and really the purpose of these shows is either I will, usually I will bring together people who don't know each other. So it's kind of fun to bring together people who do know each other and play off each other. For me, it's just fun because I get to learn more about you and introduce you to my people and all that other, the reason we do this, connections, yeah. because you never know when someone's going to say something that's going to be like, oh, I need that information or, ooh, reconnecting. Bev and Dana, I have to learn more. And then they <laughs> watch. And, and, and I seem to remember having this conversation with you that years ago about the, in, I'm not sure chicken and egg because I tell people this all the time. If you don't feel like going and networking, like having conversations to just hook in and say, do I, hey, how are you yeah. for somebody? Cause that completely counts 
as a networking and reconnecting goal. Because if you feel that good when someone reconnects with you, imagine how good someone else is going to feel. You know, I wanted to jump in there real quick if I could. You know, when I was talking about the five things that I wrote for um, Fast Company, one of the five things, it's five things to do every day for success. One of them is reach out to an old friend or acquaintance or coworker that you haven't spoken to in a long time and ask them three things. How are you? What are you working on? How can I help? Yeah. It's not about you. It's about them. And, um, oh gosh, I'm drawing a big blank. He was uh, the huge head of a, a movie studio, like in the thirties and or forties, fifties, sixties, whatever. But he would do this every day. He would have his big Rolodex on his, his desk and he would flip through it and he'd pick a card and say, Oh, I haven't talked to that person in a long time. And I mean, the studio went on to produce some of the biggest hits of the yeah. era, but it was because of his connections and his network. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, LinkedIn is cool because it feeds you people's birthdays, work anniversaries, promotions, etc. Now, I, yay LinkedIn for trying. You can hit a little button. It'll be like, congratulations on another year at blah, blah, blah company. That's not good enough. Um, you want to stand out from the pack. So when you get that notification that such and such has had a work, a work uh, anniversary, that's when you use the Dana Steele method. How are you? What have you been doing? You know, con- congratulations of being a year, 10 years, 15 years at such and such company. You know, what are you up to? How can I help you? So always take it the next level if you can. I, I appreciate and I applaud LinkedIn for being a little bit more proactive on getting people to engage and connect, but you always want to take it a little bit uh, extra if you can. And birthdays are great on LinkedIn because let's face it, on Facebook, when it's your birthday, you get hundreds of con- you know happy birthday, and you just lose you you lose people in all the congratulations. I mean, some of us do, and uh, <laughs> but on LinkedIn, I might get four people congratulating me, happy birthday. And I might get one out of the four who leaves me a voicemail or leaves me a video message or even goes beyond the happy birthday and actually writes something out. And so, you know, a lot of people are like, well, birthdays aren't for LinkedIn. I don't any excuse to reconnect with someone, whether they viewed your profile, whether it's a work anniversary, whether it's their birthday, you know, whether they gave you a recommendation, whether you're asking for a recommendation, I don't care like any opportunity to reconnect and engage, you should absolutely take. But can I add something before we run out of time? <laughs> LinkedIn is not the place for politics. And no. it's starting to grow and it's starting to get out of hand. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious what my politics are, but they don't <laughs> belong on LinkedIn. Even when you're running for Congress. Right. And I, I, and that's exactly it. I, you know, I always tell people, if you want to, if you want to see, you know, what I ate for lunch, go to Instagram. If you, if you want to know, you know, something funny or whatever, who I'm hanging out with, go to Facebook. If you want some snarky politics, follow me on Twitter. But if you want to talk about business and the rock star principles Mm -hmm. of success and what you can learn from Ian Anderson or David Crosby or, you know, whoever, um, yeah. Travis Scott, whatever, go to my LinkedIn page, yeah. please. No more politics. Yes. Not on LinkedIn. And two more questions. Yeah. I need a bonus reconnecting goal and a final thought from each of you to wrap up 
Well, I'll yeah. be fast because I'm just going to reiterate. Oh, Dana. Well, I'm going to talk anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the, my bonus reconnecting goal is use LinkedIn's notification features and and reconnect. And LinkedIn will feed them to you. But reconnect with someone every day. Just look at your notifications. If someone is having an anniversary, a birthday, reached, viewed your profile, commented on your content, whatever, reconnect with one person or connect with one person via your LinkedIn notifications every day. Just one person can make a huge difference. All right. And mine would be uh, another one of those top five was send something to somebody every day who can give you money. And I don't mean like an invoice. I mean, like I used to the guy I did the crisis communication training with. I would say, did you see the interview the CEO did after their crisis? He did really good on these questions. So send something to somebody who can send you money, whether it's I, I read an article, it made me think about you, it made me think of that project we worked on, that. that was it. And and I'll do my bonus, my final thought, and then you do your final thought, Viv, how's that? Okay. My, my final thought is printed on my business card, it's on my email, and it's what I always say, the more you do to help someone else succeed, the more successful you will become, guaranteed. Yeah, I mean that's that's the golden rule and I would just, you know, similarly don't do stuff that you wouldn't want done to you. And I mean that's like duh, that's business 101, but you know, it's life 101, but I just see too many people, you know, spamming, you know, inviting people to connect and then spamming them with with sales pitches right away. Like you wouldn't want to have that done to you, don't do it to other people. So just any type of communication, any type of engagement that you do, just, you know, do unto others as they, you would have them do unto you. Is it do unto others or is it don't do unto others? It's probably both. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. Don't do unto others as you don't want them to do it's unto you. It's just be nicer. Get just out. Just be nicer. Yeah. <laughs> I have a sign at my front door. Be nicer. Get out. <laughs> I love it. Really? <laughs> yes, there's a famous artist in New Orleans called Dr. Bob, and he paints that on everything. So somebody gave it to me, and I put it, the minute you walk in, you see, be nice or get out. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. I think that might be my new mantra. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because A, life's too short to not like be perky and nice and have good right. energy. And B, what's the point, right? Yeah. Be out when you're doing you, when you're living the life you enjoy when you're working towards Goldtopia, you're happier, you have more joy, throw that out into the world because that's what's going to come back to you, which I think I just combined both of your bonus goals into my there philosophy. There we go. Good job. I, thank you. So please tell people where they can find you. If yeah, if you Google LinkedIn expert, my which is why you want those keywords, um, my LinkedIn profile is probably the first thing that shows up under the paid stuff. And please feel free to reach out to me. Please let me know that you heard me, you know, customize, always customize your invitations. Had to leave one final tip in there. Um, so customize your invitation for me to connect. Let me know that you heard me on Deb's show and I would be more than happy to connect with you. Um, also, if you uh, just go to vengresso.com or, you know, just look at my name. It's like, you can find me anywhere. <laughs> I'm very findable. And, and mine is therockbusiness.com. You can get to all my social media. You can look at all of my episodes. The latest episode is with Jethro Tull's Ian Anderson. He was just so charming Aqualum. and had a, had a kitten that kept unplugging things. Um, so therockbusiness.com. And thank you for having me. 
Thank you both so much. And thanks everybody for watching. You can catch me on Twitter on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Mondays for Goal Chat Live. And oh, and if you want to set more LinkedIn goals, of course you want 101 ways to rock LinkedIn. And then you could set your LinkedIn goals with your goal guide. There's your goal guide. Exactly. At yourgoalguidebook.com. And ladies, amazing. Thank you, Viv. Thank you, Dana, for this wonderful conversation. I feel like we all connected, reconnected, rocked, and LinkedIn. And rolled. And rolled. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn follow at the dev method on social media and check out the best of luck with your goals and remember you can do it you may know you're listening to this show along the marketing podcast network but did you know there are other great shows on mpn to help your business robbie samuels hosts the on the schmooze podcast robbie tell listeners what to expect from the show since 2015 i've interviewed entrepreneurs who overcame challenges to achieve success in their field or industry tune in to on the schmooze to listen as i ask deep questions to elicit untold stories about leadership and networking and where can people subscribe find the show at on the schmooze.com or on marketingpodcast.net, or just search for it wherever you get your podcasts. You heard them. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.